Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. A station dedicated to the concept that all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Join Reverend Terry Power HP, Robin McKean, and all the hosts for programming covering a wide range of spiritual topics right here on Blog Talk Radio. of Olympus. I am today your producer and engineer, Hercules Invictus, and I am very proud to present another episode of the Magisterial Mission, hosted by Michael and Diane Duncan. Today, their guests are going to be Nick Curto and Pato Banton. Greetings and welcome, everybody. Well, hello there, Hercules. Greetings. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing awesome. How are you doing tonight? Yeah, I'm doing well. And here's Pato Bantan is with us tonight. Greetings. Hi. Can you hear me? I can hear you clearly. Um, And Nick, you're there as well. Greetings. Absolutely. It's great to be with all of you. I wish I was like literally beside you, but this is this is uh, the next best thing, and I'm looking very much forward to this very special program. As am I. I'm going to assume my engineer hat now and remain silent, but I will be here listening. Uh, so if you need me, just holler. All right, Hercules. Hey, I want to wish uh, everyone a very, very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. How are you doing, Nick? Oh, absolutely. Same here. Uh, everybody, peace and love for the uh, new year. And um, I, I hope everybody has a, a warm place to, to call home and enough food and worldwide. I think that's the goal we all need to to take a good hard look at. Well, you know, Nick, uh, that is something that uh, everyone within their hearts will be receiving. There are some incredible 
wonderful celestial friends here that have been here at our home the last couple days. Uh, they're giving us a Christmas present, and their Christmas present to us is laying the groundwork for everyone's hearts and minds to be open to love. And there are uh, other other celestials that will be uh, that will be helping us with world peace, helping us get together, and to destroy, to tear asunder those differences and those obstacles which uh, prevent us from coming together as children. Amen to that. A- absolutely amen to that. We need that in this world more than ever. I think everybody here would agree with that. You know, and Nick, there are some uh, fabulous human beings also <laughs> that are working very hard, and we have one tonight, and his wife, Antoinette, is here too. We have Pato Bantan here. Hey, Pato, Fantastic. can you say, say hi to everybody? Hi, everyone. Hello, everyone. Oh, very, so very good to have to you. Wonderful, wonderful. I saw one of your performances when you were in New York, and it was just terrific. Thank you so much. Pato, can you give us a coming back? coming back out that way. Yeah. Coming back out that way in February. In February. That's uh, wonderful. I can't wait. I really can't. Yeah, we're playing at the the United Palace on February the 2nd. Oh, okay. Are you familiar with that venue, Nick? What's that? Are you familiar with that venue? No, no, I am not. Yes, and I believe we're planning a, um, to meet many of the people at the Urantia Association of Greater New York when we come out there, too. The Urantia Society of Greater New York has got some of the most yes. wonderful people I have ever, uh, I've ever been privileged to know in my entire life. What an incredible nice. group. That you probably know them by, by being at the different conferences. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, but, oh, boy, that's going to be something. Really, looking very much forward to that. Me too. Well, Pato, um, you know, because of Nick, uh, now Nick is the past president of of the uh, Urantia Society of Greater New York. Because of Nick and uh, our wonderful producer and engineer there, Hercules Invictus, you know, because of them, um, in 2016, um, I became an ordained interfaith minister. Um, as as you know from our interview tonight, uh, Pato, you know we've been mm-hmm. uh, we've studied we've studied and have uh, experience with a lot of different uh, spiritual modalities, east and west, yes. that we're very yes. proud of. Uh, and we mm-hmm. have been uh, made, we've been making an effort in the last number of years to connect with different groups uh, to work together. And I know that you're a minister, Pato. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, your journey uh, as a minister and maybe with the Ranch book? Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your wife. Yeah, um, well, both me and Antoinette are uh, ministers. We, we call ourselves uh, Ministers for Christ Michael and Ministers of the Verb, <laughs> which is more about doing service than having a title, you know. Uh-huh. But... Um, we also um, are involved in the interfaith community. We are involved with the, the URI, which is the United Religions Initiative. Um, and they have how, how many organizations there? 
950? 950 um, spiritual organizations worldwide. Um, they actually just gave us an award for our contributions to the global network um, as interfaith activists. Mm-hmm. And um, we just did a, a double album, actually, with musicians from around the world of different faiths. Called um, The album is called We're All In This Together. And it features artists from Africa, from Israel, from India, from Germany, um, Sweden, England, across America, um, Brazil, Mexico, Argentina, (laughs) Australia. Um, Yeah, it's a double album that was released at the Parliament of the World's Religions um, on November the 1st, recently. And um, we we just got an award for that album, um, which is a beautiful oh, thing. We are also, thank you, we're also heavily involved in an organization by the name of Unity Earth, who um, also works with the, um, the UN, the United Nations in New York, and has um, been taking us around the world to um, Thailand, to Africa. Next year we go to India. Where else? Um, Next year or last year? Uh, next year, we're, we're getting ready to go to India, um, Israel. Israel. And, mm-hmm. and then we're going to, in 2020, we're doing a multi-faith journey from, South, from San Francisco. We're going to drive on a bus with people from many different faiths and stop in most cities on the way to New York. Um, oh, boy. And wow. That's going to be a big undertaking. And recently, we were just in... Um, Ethiopia, we did a tour of Ethiopia with representatives, 65 representatives from the world's different religions. We had 10 Buddhists with us. We had rabbis, Jewish rabbis. We had Muslims. We had Sikh, Baha'i, Baha'i, Native, Aborigines. (laughs) And we did did a three-city tour of Ethiopia. So we're, we're very very heavily involved and we also set up a global network of ministers for Christ Michael, other readers of the Arantia book who want to become ministers, we encourage them to become ministers and be about Christ's business and um, right now we have 270 ministers in most parts of the world right now Wow that's wonderful. That's outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. What you just listed, I am just, oh, but you took my breath away. You did. I'm too, Nick. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Wow. That's, that is such a, that is such a array of hope also on so yeah. many levels, so many levels. Yeah. I, as a kid, I thought that most people, almost every person on this planet wants love and peace in their in their life yeah. and they do not want war. They do not. They don't have issues with other religions, other other races. They don't. They really don't. I think that's most of the people of the world. It's just a few evil people, bankers, some some mm-hmm. of them are bankers and multi billionaires who war is a very profitable business. Yes. And yes. if you don't have war you your business is not no good. <laughs> and yes. that is driving, as I'm sure you know this, as that's driving this planet into destruction. And we've got to really, yes. got to really address that, 
see it for what it is and educate people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick, I want to tell you that Antoinette also is the most marvelous composer, and tonight we're hoping she'll play a new piece that she has just written. So we're very excited in anticipation of that. Wow, that uh, somehow that that doesn't surprise me that you both have that would have that kind of talent also. Oh, that's terrific! Well, do you what, what are you going to play? Is there a, a name for the uh, the piece? Well, I'm still working on a name for the piece. At first, when I was um, I was writing some music. I was doing a couple different albums. One was a meditation piece, and all your ranch inspired music. Some of it might be a little bit more upbeat, like techno or or down tempo. But when I was working on one song um, specifically for the mother spirit, for for people to be able to try to connect more with the feminine divine, I was I was thinking about that. It's like we always direct our prayers to Christ Michael, or we direct them straight to God, or we're meditating, you know, with our thought adjuster. And it's like, what if you you know after the experiences of um, attending the Urantia Women's Conference, it's like a retreat, and then I went to Canada to speak at the International Women's Day with another Urantia lady up there and, and then going to the IC, um, the one in Colorado where we did the women's... IC-17. IC-17, where we did the, the panel for the women, for the Divine Mother Spirit. It made me start to think more about her, and I was like, what if we, you know, like, put our thoughts towards that? And I felt like... Um, that the Mother Divine Spirit was trying to communicate with the, her daughters on earth. And that kind of like inspired me to think more about that as I was writing the music. But then as I started to write this song the other day when Pacha was officiating a wedding for this couple, a song came to me kind of instantly. And that <clears throat> was the thought in my mind. But then I was also kind of thinking that she might have been trying to tell me something. And the message uh-huh. that I felt like I was getting was something about unity, not uniformity and about how the division that was causing so much, you know, in the world, you know, which is causing war and all the other different things that's going on, why we don't have peace. And um, the song was about um, we don't have to think the same, we don't have to feel the same for you to know, you know, how much that I love you and and different things like that. And I started working it with this other woman that I knew because um, we get very heavily involved politically and socially and, and we see, you know, the division that's going on everywhere. And and I was just trying to think of a way, like, how do we get back to bringing the people back together once again? You know, and this is just not anything that's um, uh, religious or political, but it is spiritual in nature as far as, you know, mankind, humankind, you know, to be kind to each other. And why, you know, why we can't find the ways for us to kind of come about together I can't think of a more important message you could possibly have than what you just said. Oh, thanks. And it's strange because that's what kind of got, you know, with what that's going into the interface. And Pato and I were doing a lot of work for many years doing outreach with introducing the Urantia book. And then during those years, I was like, why can't we just get along? And that became like a real focused mission of mine before I could even get to Urantia teachings was just like, how can we just get along? And then I started this new thing of coexist, but using the Urantia teachings on how we actually can coexist because I felt that was like the greatest truth out there that was interfaith was actually found inside the Urantia book. Exactly. And I was like, if we start there, then we can move on to other things on what they want to believe. But let's get back to the basics of what we actually all do believe first. 
You got it. And sisters, and the, the, all the boundaries and all the walls need to come down. Absolutely. Yeah. Antoinette, yes. Antoinette, can we hear a little bit of your song? Sure. You want it with the girls singing that she was uh, messing around with or just the music the instrumental. itself? The oh, instrumental. What? Okay, so that way you guys can put your own thoughts since we already. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yes, you, Yes, go right ahead. <laughs> yeah, Please ahead. do. Let us all hear right. it. Then let me give it to you. This is, where's the music? Oh, no. It's in photos. <laughs> and then while you're getting that ready, uh, Antoinette, I want to mention that, uh, you know, uh, the divine feminine is something that is really apparent right now, really, really um, showing influence. So after your song, I'd like to play one of my songs <laughs> that focuses on a very important a very important divine celestial uh, who happens to be feminine, and she is uh, helping to shape uh, some new movement on our planet. So uh, I'd like to play that after yours. Awesome. Because that's what I was sitting here thinking was that um, that when, when, when we did the 2012 in, in Thailand and then Pata was talking about the new age, there was a new day dawning, and that was going to be like the rise of the feminine, there were so many things that was happening all over the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Is that it? No, no, no. It's this one here. Yeah, there were so many things happening all over the world where women started to take roles in leadership positions, whether spiritually or whatever. But anyway, here's the track.
All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Antoinette. You know, very I was, pretty. Very, that's very pretty. Beautiful. Yeah. I'd love I to hear know, the lyrics. I don't know about you guys, but I was uh, thinking of titles for that since it's a new song. And uh, I came up with the title, Love Has a Place in This World. It just mm-hmm. sounds to me like it's a it's a song that opens people's hearts, you know, to, to receive love. Mm-hmm. That's the one that I thought of, too, because it's such a perky kind of a sound that, 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 that you have. Another one could be... Uh, um, the sunshine of love, because it had a very yeah. warm quality to it. Like mm-hmm. I felt very warm with that uh, music. Anyhow, it's an idea. <laughs> Thank you. Very nice stuff. Very nice stuff. Yes, Nick is a wonderful composer too. So we've heard lots of his music also. Heard about it. Yeah, and Nick, after this, uh, after the piece that I play, um, if you could tell us maybe a little bit about the piece that you're working on. Would love to. Thank you. Thank you very much, Michael. Now, the Divine Feminine. Um, We were talking to Pato and Antoinette a little bit earlier today. They were interviewing us, as a matter of fact, Um, and we we had a really great time. Thank you, Pato, and thank you, Antoinette, for that. You're welcome. Allowing us to tell a little bit of our story to the Urantia community. Uh, and one of the uh, one of the things we mentioned was uh, that the celestials are moving toward um, a, a new worldwide religion of love. Now you hear that word religion, and you think, oh gosh, another religion, right? But this is something different. It's 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 a religion that will be redefined as something more extraordinary than what we've seen so far with our evolutionary religions. This is going to be a religion where the celestials will uh, will visit us in the inner sanctum, in our hearts. Um, Mother Venus, a divine feminine, a paradise daughter, will be with a team of her workers, will be opening the hearts of people to uh, to have more love, to feel more love and to express more love with one another. And also with her, is her consort, Gabriel, whom we know in the Arantia book as the bright and morning star, he will be bringing truth to this new religion. But it's a religion that appeals to each person, where they are in their hearts and in their minds and in their journeys, their personal journey with God and doing God's will. So this song I wrote because I was inspired by Mother Venus and her... um, her thoughts of this new religion that she's just now starting to tell us about. And one of her symbols is yellow. She will be incarnating in yellow as a human to help spread these messages of love and truth. And also one of her symbols is the eight-pointed star. So you'll hear that in the song. And it's called Lady in Yellow, and it happens to be uh, one of the songs on our fourth album, our new album called Lady in Yellow, Tribute to the Celestials, Volume 1. Here's Lady in Yellow.
Okay, it should be coming pretty soon here. Okay, it seems to not be playing for some reason. Hmm. Yeah, just go get the CD player. Huh? Okay, I think I got it, guys. Here we go. Yeah, I got it. Inspired by you, a new way 
Very nice. Thank you. Beautiful. Did you hear the word? Could you hear the very word? Lyrical. Very <laughs> lyrical. Very lyrical. Very beautiful. <laughs> well, it, it's all true. She's really coming. Uh, she's coming on March 20th, 2020. She's coming with three Paradise Daughters. She's coming with nine Celestials. And we saw those Paradise Daughters and the nine Celestials at a meeting in our backyard that we call a gathering. And it's going to be a wonderful thing, her traveling for two years to every place of worship. And we must remember in every person there is a place of worship in your heart. And she will be going to every place of worship, and that means every person. It doesn't matter, she says, if they're religious or not. She is there for them, and this is for everyone. You don't have to change your religion. This is for everybody. It's it's an inner heart uh, religion, an inner heart message, and she is going to do it. That's just such an extraordinary statement, and and it's just such an extraordinary occurrence that that you're that you're saying is coming. And really, the world is waiting uh, anxiously for that for that uh, amount of love and understanding. And really, it, it's time. It seems like the timing is just perfect. Don't you don't you feel that? I do. We are in a confused state right now. There's a lot of turmoil and a lot of anxiety. And the, the Melchizedeks that we have talked to and the gods, that they, they are all going to try and help to disentangle a lot of that anxiety and frustration. And then we are going to have beautiful Venus spreading her love. So I, I am in full faith of the celestials that they can do it and that they will do it. And you know Nick, one of the elements, one of the elements of the magisterial mission is to is to affect um is to affect a certain amount of peace and stability. Now, the universal father has told us that uh, he's going to help in that effort to help uh, help us to um move toward world peace. And that's an essential element of the magisterial mission and uh you know getting getting the earth back on track a little bit uh so that Maitreya can do his new social programs and his work uh and uh, mother venus and gabriel can help spread the worldwide religion of love um nick you have a song that uh talks about uh war can you tell us a little bit about that well thank you very much michael and i've been mm-hmm. working on this um i recently had a uh, a, a little meeting with the uh, people. Uh, it's called the um, the um, Lavender Gospel Choir of Harlem, and wow. um, they heard they heard the song. And right now, of course, they're really up to their necks still in performance of the for the holidays on various levels. But I'm hoping that we will, uh, after the holidays, uh, do a second meeting and see how far we can get with that. So that's one possibility. I I can just about hear them performing this because it's a highly spiritual and spirited song. And I think they've got the wind power of the men and the women in that gospel choir could absolutely blow the roof off the place (laughs) in a nice way, in a nice way with, with the song. It's called no more war. And if I may, I'll just read a little bit of the lyrics for this. Please, Please do tell us, let us know. Okay, Uh, it's called No More War. Uh, Here we go. 
No more war. No more war. No more war. We're the generation for change, and we know it. We have the momentum, and we show it. We've waited too long for peace already. Can't wait anymore. War is deadly. We're the generation for change, and we know it. And then it goes from there into another part of the lyrics, which I will, I will, um, no more war, no more war. Bullets are flying, people are dying, widows are crying, children are hiding, all world governments still lying, lies, the people aren't buying. Bullets are flying, people are dying, widows are crying, children are hiding, all world governments still lying, lies, the people aren't buying. It goes from there. People of all nations coming together with love and respect for one another. We're all one family, and that's clear. All wars must disappear. People of all nations coming together with love and respect for one another. We're all one family, and that's clear. All wars must disappear. Love, understanding, sincere emotions, rather than killing explosions, Stop the terror, stop the hate. Peace is better, there's no debate. Worldwide friends joining together, shot from the rooftops, now and forever. We'll make our voices heard loud and clear. Our message, world peace, forever. Cheer. Mm, there you go. Wonderful. Um, tonight is also our wonderful time when we hope that everyone, no matter where they are in the world, will say a prayer for world peace. And, Michael, would you say a little prayer for world peace for us? Because this is so important. Nick, thank you for sharing that. And we're going to close our eyes very, and bow our heads. Very beautiful, and, Nick. Very beautiful. And, um, you know, I have an idea. Yeah, well, um, we let Pato do Pato, it. you are a minister. Would would you say a little brief prayer for world peace for us? That would be wonderful. I would love to. Oh, thank you. Okay, you ready? Yes, we're ready. Yes. All right, couple deep breaths. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to say thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for the opportunity for us to come together to share our ideas, our motivations, our music, and our hopes and aspirations for a better future. Dear Heavenly Father, there's so many problems in this world right now. And so many people are very close to losing hope for a brighter future, but we know that you have a plan for us. And we know that you have a celestial army out there who are fighting for us, who are striving to push us towards thinking with a new mind and feeling with a new heart and seeing with, a, seeing with insight the beautiful future that we can attain if we only put down the barriers that separate and divide us, if we put aside the differences that we find in our ideologies and our philosophies, and if we call to account 
our leaders who continue to invest in this game they call war, which is so devastating to human life, to animal life, and to our mother nature. We pray for peace all over this planet, Heavenly Father. We pray that mankind will learn to live by the golden rule and not just have it as an ideology, but learn to live it, to treat other nations and other races, they would have their own race and nation be treated. I pray that we can learn to love each other and recognize that we all share the same divine parents and that we are all family from a spiritual level and that we are all connected genetically and biologically also. I pray, Heavenly Father, that we will become more sensitive to each other's needs and pay more attention to taking care of the hungry and the needy and the disadvantaged people of our world and put our resources into building a better future with a better infrastructure and with better medical care for everyone and more food and water for the people who are without these human necessities which are our right as human beings on this planet. I not only pray for this planet, Heavenly Father, but all other planets in this local universe who are experiencing turbulence and troubles during these times. During this Christmas season, there's so many people poor, so many people who are forgotten, homeless. I also pray for them, Heavenly Father, that they will find shelter and warmth and food and that they will feel some form of love that you and your celestial beings shower upon us every day. I pray for these things, my Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh, that was most beautiful. I am so happy that you were able to come to our home with your lovely wife, Antoinette, and share all these lovely things with us. It's made a very splendid, splendid Christmas season for us, certainly for our family. Thank you so much. Thank you. Very, very special indeed. Absolutely wonderful. Wow. I wish I was there with you guys. I really do. Oh, (laughs) Nick, you know, we we just love your chimes. We opened your present. Nick Nick sent us a wonderful present, and we opened the chimes and uh, rang out the bells, and it was just so wonderful. wonderful. And we want to do that right now. Because we um, we want to be sure that everyone knows that the bells of a happy new year are coming, and that the celestials are praising uh, all of us for our good work that we're trying to do for them and for all people. Did you hear oh. the bells? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they really come Thank right you, across. They, oh, you're more than welcome. I love you guys so much, and. I thought that would be a, a wonderful present for what you're doing out there, and uh, I'm glad you I'm glad you're enjoying them. Oh well, thank you so much. Did Did you have any special way that we were to hang them? You sent five. <laughs> well, I was just thinking that um, uh, if you set up a, I had I had recommended some sort of a, a circle, perhaps a, either glass or some kind of circle table. Lit yeah. from underneath with glass or something like that. Oh, if, if underneath. That ever underneath oh, so that the flowers and the fruit or the books, whatever you have, would be uh, uh, lit from underneath. I think that would be an incredible look. And the chimes could be around the circle. 
How lovely. Thank in, in you. Back of, back of the chairs, in back of the chairs, uh, but enough so it would surround the people with a gentle uh, chimes uh, during, the, during your uh, ceremony. Lovely. Well, well, tonight we are having a beautiful meeting with the Celestials, and Pato Bantan and his wife Antoinette will be attending, and we are so excited. Uh, We will use the chimes. We are having the Infinite Mother Spirit tonight, and she is bringing in Gabriel, our bright and morning star, Gabriel from our Bible. We're bringing in Apollo and... Uh, Gamaliel, and we're also coming uh, to know more about Ceres, and she is also coming, too, so we're very excited about that. And uh, Nick and, and Hercules, are you there, Hercules? Oh, well, that's all right. I'm sure he is. Um, so I, anyway, sure. that will be the same. Oh, I, I hear I hear, I hear, I hear Hercules. <laughs> I didn't click the button in time, but I've been here the whole time. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Well, Hercules, we're so uh, we're so excited about this wonderful opportunity to have Nick and to have Pato and Antoinette. Um, thank you so much. And for those of you that uh, don't know, uh, Hercules uh, was uh, very instrumental in helping us to uh, to develop our newfound ministry. Uh, yeah. we, we thank you so young. much. Thank you so much for that, Hercules. You have really given us a platform to be able to uh, to express our uh, to express all the wonderful, uh, you know, experiences that we're having with the celestials, uh, and it has helped to, it has helped to unify the message. Um, it's it's a platform that helps us to gather all these this information we're receiving from different team meetings, uh, different uh, spiritual gatherings, different times where we talk to the celestials, uh, and we're able to synthesize all of that and get that together into a narrative which you have allowed us to do and we we thank you for that hercules and you know we're we're talking about christmases and christmas and uh what a great christmas gift this is for us hercules to all come together like this we we thank you yes thank you and uh it's my uh, honor and uh, my privilege to be of help so uh uh, I'm really happy with what you're doing, and uh, if there were more ways I could be of assistance, I would gladly offer them. Oh, well, you, you have, and we have learned so much from you. Um, we want to say again that the Christmas present for the world this at this particular season is to have these four celestials that are coming tonight. They are going to offer the world within the next year more of their particular specialized services. The Infinite Mother, she's really uh, a wonderful person for getting things together. She brought Michael and I together (laughs) in a most unusual way. And she is going to be doing that. She's going to be trying to bring diverse people, diverse cultures, people from different countries together. And that seems to be what she is going to be offering as her Christmas gift. Uh, Gabriel, who's coming tonight and has been, these these two have been with us for the whole four days, the last four days, including Christmas. And Gabriel is going to uh, be bringing the, the truth, the truth to the world. In other words, uh, he feels that there's nothing more beautiful than the truth. And that is going to be his uh, gift for Christmas for this year, to try and discern 
be a discerning person in the world to what is the truth. And through knowing that, to maybe um, uh, bring more love to everyone, because the truth will, will um, let bygones be guy bygones, and the truth will solidify our love for each other. Apollo is coming. He is the god of music. As you know, Hercules, you kind of introduced all of this to us. <laughs> now we're talking about it. Apollo is the god of love and music. Um, he is going to be giving his specialized gift for this year, for this world of peace, hopefully more peace. But he's going to be bringing a new music to the world. Now we don't know yet exactly what that's going to be like, but he is going to be working with his son, Dionysus, who we call Gadriel, and he is going to be giving the world a new music that will open their hearts to more peace, to have more peace between brothers, brothers of everyone in the world. And then, of course, we can't forget Gamaliel, and Gamaliel is, is in the Bible, and he was the protector of Paul, Gamaliel, and he is going to be bringing a prevention type of gift. In other words, he's going to bring the message to um, all people in ways to prevent uh, wars, in ways to prevent discord with our neighbor. There are ways, and he is specialized to do that. Um, we don't want to forget Ceres, who is going to join us tonight. And she is the goddess of fertility and the goddess of the soil the and the harvest. And her gift for this next year, she wants to try and have everyone in the world, as Pato Bonton explained, everyone in the world to have enough to eat, not have any pangs of hunger, and for everyone to be prosperous, but mainly uh, to be healthy with good foods. So tonight we're going to be talking with them about these gifts, their gifts for our Christmas, for our world. Did you say you're going to videotape this evening's? We are. We are. And Pato Bonton has uh, very kindly um, said that he would uh, allow us to videotape him with us. And so it should be an extraordinary meeting. We're really looking forward to it at 8 o'clock this evening. We have some preparations to make, and then at 8 o'clock we will video it. Yes. Uh, how soon do you think it would be posted on YouTube? We will make it the next one just for you. <laughs> How about that? Fantastic, because really that would be extraordinary. Love that. How about that? <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. I also want to ask the, oh, both of them, uh, as, as musicians, uh, if they have a website that our listeners could, could visit so we could hear more music. Yes, um, we have patsobanton.com, which is the website. We have Reverb Nation, Pasabantan, and the Now Generation. We have Reverb Nation Roots Data, which is uh, my channel. But they're all listed on our on on our websites and our Facebook and um, our ministry stuff online as well too. So Nick, just shoot me over an email, and I'll just send you all the links to everything. And a lot of this Great. stuff is actually free downloads as well too. Excellent, excellent. Um, Hercules and everyone, uh, our son is here with us, and he is Alexander, 
And he just wants to wish everyone a Merry Christmas before the program ends. Here he is. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And to you, Alexander. Thank you, Alexander. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They said thank you. Looking looking forward to meeting you you. sometime, Alexander. Thank you so much. (laughs) And we wish all of your families a most happy Christmas season and a happy new year. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, so music, guys. Uh, music is uh, that universal language uh, which unites us all. And uh, Apollo, you know, interestingly, uh, guys, that um, there are there have been many phases in our particular min- ministry as magisterial mission representatives. There have been many phases, um, as you can tell from uh, our YouTube videos, uh, and we have a a book that's available that tells a little bit about uh, our journey. Um, But uh, one one of the most important uh, phases of this magisterial mission, even before the magisterial mission was announced by Maitreya, was that of the 10-year plan. Um, Now, Pato, you mentioned... Uh, you, in your prayer, you you thanked, uh, you thanked the heavenly Father for life. Yes, the first thing you said, I yes. heard that, Bato. <laughs> mm-hmm. They, the ten-year plan for the local universe, father and mother, for these next ten years, would love. They would love to be acknowledged. They would love to have everyone thank the Father for our precious life. Thank our heavenly Mother our uh, local universe mother, creative daughter spirit, for all of the blessings that she bestows upon uh, the local universe. Uh, She bestows mind. She is a conduit for the spirit of truth, uh, the Holy Spirit. Uh, We thank her for the blessings. Uh, And we also thank the Universal Father, who I mentioned before is uh, working on world peace. They have told us, the local universe father told us, very specifically that in order to transform this world according to the magisterial mission and the plans for the local universe, father and mother, there has to be peace. Or some measure, at least a measure of peace. There has to be some measure of peace so we can connect. We can connect on a positive, uh, in a positive way on a positive level. So the 10-year plan became uh, very important and, and, and uh, continues throughout the next 10 years, uh, but during that time, the magisterial mission is happening with Lord Maitreya and his team of supporters and workers to institute nuts and bolts programs, social programs, political programs, uh, economic programs to help uplift our planet. And we hear about uh, now another phase, the, the um, worldwide religion of love with, uh, with Gabriel and Mother Venus. And then finally, starting to begin, everyone, is the work of Apollo with a new type of music. Uh, music is something, as we know, Pato, from your ministry and what you do, music is something that can change the world in an instant. And it is so powerful. And I hope, I hope in my own music that I can be open to this new type of music and in some way, in my small way, 
uh, help to uh, spread those new messages, those new ways of caring and sharing for everyone. So what do you think, guys, about music? Awesome. (laughs) Always a great idea. You know, I also, uh, on this end, thinking that with with so many wonderful uh, composers, musicians, performers, it's not inconceivable to, at some point, mount a music event with all these talents at, at one point to be videotaped and put on YouTube as, as a celebration through music. Uh, we have different styles of music. We have different points of view, and they all encompass uh, love and peace. It just seems to me as though that's a natural program. So I'm just putting that down as a thought on the table here. That's a wonderful, wonderful idea. We could all submit uh, something that we have done, that we're doing, and then put it all together and put it up on YouTube as a combined event. That's a wonderful idea. I think it it really could work well, (laughs) and we've already... We we already know some wonderful uh-huh. we for the present company of course, but there's other people in the movement of the Arantra movement that also are gifted gifted uh, performer artists, and so I just think that could really take off. So I think it would. I think it's a great idea. We'll we'll keep that on our on our shelf here and start working. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just yeah. want to mention too, everyone that. When these celestials came to us, uh, they told us that they were celestial musicians. Mm-hmm. And we, we thought this was incredible. We didn't know their names or anything. We we knew, of course, the local father and mother, the local universe mother and father, but we didn't know the others and their names. And they told us they were musicians. They played the organ. They they sang. They were singing in choirs. Composers. Uh, composers. In fact, the Universal Father told us one time that our gift for this last year, from last year's Christmas, was he was going to give nine choirs to sing. And and I was wondering, um, you know, all these beautiful gifts they gave us last Christmas of of music, of bells, of of different sounds. I just wonder, you know, surely this has helped us because I think our world is more peaceful that, uh, you know, it was kind of scary last year, and I think it's not quite as bad this year. So I'm I'm really very, very much um, hoping that this year they will even accomplish more. You know, Diane, another part of that, too, is that we all are familiar with the Urantia book, and there are several passages in the book talking about celestial musicians and how music is the language of the universe. And I'm just thinking, reading some of those passages at a future podcast might be wonderful. I think that we could give you that project. How about it? (laughs) I think it's an excellent idea. I love your ideas, Nick. I I want that. I do. I I accept that. I I think it would also, for the people not familiar with the book, it would also give them a more insight into to the riches of what that book is, what the Arantia book is talking about, especially with the uh, subject of music. So let's, yeah, well, I'll look for that. Well, why don't we, uh, why, you know, we'll, we'll plan that for our next uh, magisterial mission. Yeah. Uh, what were you going to say, Hercules? 
I was going to say our journey is approaching a close, so folks would like to share their <laughs> right. uh, contact information. And I had a question for your guests. Uh, um, I've been listening with perhaps attention. I really like what they're doing, and I want to get some information uh, from them. So let's do the closing and contact first. All right, go ahead, Pato. What what do you what did you ask? Oh, uh, the, the contact information. Oh. Um, your website and uh, any way people can get in contact yeah. with you, Antoinette. To contact to contact us, you can go to our website patobanton.com. P-A-T-O-B-A-N-T-O-N.com. To join our spiritual family on Facebook, you just go to Patobanton Spiritual Family. To listen and download thirty years of my music catalog for free you can go to reverb nation forward slash pato banton and the now generation and all of my albums are there for a free download including my seven cd box set called the words of christ is also free on that site for download fantastic wow and okay. if you want to call me if you ever need to call me as a brother or a friend, my number is on my website and my Facebook page, but you only have to dial 323-877-6502, and that will get you directly to my cell phone, and you can call me anytime you need a brother or a friend. Oh, wow, that is very generous you. of you. Very generous. You. And the same for Antoinette? Yes, and if anybody's looking for me, all you got to do is find him. I'm right there. <laughs> 4-7, where I'm stuck to his side and everything. So anytime you find him, you'll find me. We've run all of the social media pages ourselves, whether it's Instagram, Facecamp, um, the website, you know, everything there is. So we run everything ourselves, so you'll be able to find us easily. Thank you, Antoinette. And how about you, Nick? Uh, tell us about your two, uh, tell us about the, also uh, Disclosure Network. Uh, the Disclosure Network is dnny.info. That will get you to our website, and that will we post uh, past meetings. We audio tape them, and you can you can enjoy that on the internet. And uh, my uh, my uh, email, just in case, is n i c k n y n y the figure one at gmail dot com. That will do it. All right. Well, thank, thank you. you very much. And uh, we have a YouTube channel that we've been mentioning uh, a number of times here during the podcast. Uh, it's Michael and Diane Duncan. It's M-I-C-H-A-E-L, separate word, and, A-N-D, Diane, D-I-A-N-N-E, and D-U-N-K-I-N, like Dunkin' Donuts, but don't put the apostrophe on. Uh, Michael and Diane Duncan, we have about 51 videos now of uh, team meetings, celestial team meetings, uh, spiritual gatherings. We have artwork, songs, Urantia book presentations, and we'll be putting up uh, we'll be putting up two more messages from Maitreya. Maitreya's fourth and sixth messages. We'll be putting those up uh, on our YouTube channel soon. Uh, and my music is uh, we have uh, three albums now. Working on the fourth, Urantia book inspired, uh, but also sixth revelation uh, inspired music. And that's on uh, many download uh, download and streaming sites. Uh, 
uh, iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify. Uh, you can find it, uh, you know, on a number of sites. Uh, CD Baby. So uh, check those out. And if you'd like to contact us personally, it's Michael M I C H A E L Duncan D U N K I N the number one at hotmail.com. And I want to put a little plug in here for the Urantia book. With three clicks, you can download the Urantia book, print it out, um, and have it for your own and study it. That's it. Uh, that would be at uh, urantiabook.org. That's U-R-A-N-T-I-A, urantiabook.org, truthbook.com, Urantia Foundation, a number of websites to read and study the Urantia book. Wow. Okay, so we have tons of uh, information. I put everything that I could uh, uh, follow as we're going. I have uh, uh, Pato and Nick's uh, Facebook pages. I have your YouTube channel. I have uh, Pato's uh, website and also his uh, um, spiritual family site on Facebook. I have the Urantia book, uh, New York. And the Urantia Book Fellowship. So, <laughs> wow. My goodness, Hercules. <laughs> you are multi-talented. <laughs> we, couldn't have a, we couldn't have a better producer than... than no, Hercules. we could not. No, no Pato and Antoinette, not. I'll tell you, Hercules is fabulous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank yes. you. And Pato, you guys mentioned the URI. Uh, and you mentioned yes. another uh, interfaith organization. I do a lot of interfaith uh, things uh, here, um, and I'd like to look into these organizations. So what was the second organization? I missed that one. You, we had oh, the the one U- is the U- United Religions Initiative. Okay. And, and then the other one is Unity Earth. Unity so you'll Earth. find okay. them both. They both have websites, unityearth.org. URI.org, and they're both on Facebook as well. And if you also look up OneGod.com. Mm-hmm. That's where we started. OneGod.com. It, okay, I, yeah, I will definitely it, follow this through. And uh, um, thank you so very much, you excellent uh, guests, and uh, um, enjoy you. your ceremony. And I look forward to uh, connecting with you again. Well, I want to wish everyone a happy holiday season, a wonderful, prosperous new year that is free from war and any hunger for anyone in the world. And I want to tell you that we send you our love from Michael and I. Much love to everyone. And happy new year to all. Uh, We're going to go to a song now, Brian Kerdorian's uh, King of Dreams. And uh, then we'll be back with uh, part two of tonight's show.
Greetings and welcome back to Pride of Olympus. Uh, now I take off my engineering and producing hats and I put on my host hat. Uh, we are back for the second half of the show, which will be an Argonaut meeting. We haven't had one of those in a while. And I'm greatly honored to announce that we have on board uh, Nick Curdo and Linnell Griffin, both of whom are veterans of uh, our, our programs. Greetings and welcome, Nick and Linnell. Thank you. Thank you. Wonderful to see you with you both. Now, for those who do not know about your wonderful work with your wonderful spiritual organization, um, I guess why don't we do like a little bit of an introduction? So, uh, Nick, why don't you talk about your role with uh, Disclosure Network New York and also the Urantia Book uh, New York uh, and okay. all the work that you do around uh, um, here in the New York metropolitan area? Okay, well, I'm very excited about Disclosure Network New York, and the website uh, is dnny.info, and go directly to that, and you can hear uh, some of the incredible programs, audio recorded, that we've been doing the past months, and we've gotten incredible guests, and so um, we do it live at the meetings. We, we uh, record it, and then we post it on both YouTube as well as dnny.info, so they can go ahead and they can listen to some of these programs. Uh, DNNY, Disclosure Network New York, is now 18 years and counting of being wow. in New York City, two meetings a month. Uh, we do everything from roundtable discussions to uh, and wonderful speakers, 
sometimes we, we screen a movie and then have a discussion about it. Uh, it's got some of the most, and I can really tell you, the most extraordinary people I have ever met that come to these meetings and that are members of Disclosure Network New York. And um, we have it two times a month. Usually it's the first and third Sunday of each month from 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock. And we have it at the the Gay and Lesbian Bisexual Transgender Center located at 208 West 13th Street on the second floor, room 201A. And the uh, meetings uh, are very highly spirited, lots of energy, and we discuss everything you can imagine from ET contact to uh, people who bring in slides, bring in video of what they've seen in their skies. Um, we have meetings dis- discussing what the government knows and doesn't tell us, which is quite a bit. Um, and we also have uh, people that are very much into exploring paranormal phenomenon, and we have people who've gone through some extraordinary experiences, and they're willing to share that with our group. Uh, it's, uh, some of them have actually said at the meetings, this is the first place I feel so comfortable that I can really tell you what's been going on in my life. Uh, we hear that all the time. And like I said, uh, everyone is welcome. There's a $10 uh, fee charge after the meeting. Uh, now, before that meeting at 1 o'clock, 1 to 2 o'clock, in the same location and in the same room, we have an hour where we read the Urantia book, U-R-A-N-T-I-A book. And the Urantia book is a 2,000-page, extraordinary, cutting-edge, I will have to say experience. And it talks about who we are, uh, who God is, what are the angels like, what was Jesus like, what was that atmosphere when he grew up, um, you feel as though you get to know the real people in, in, in history on a level you've never experienced before. And uh, the whole fourth part of the book is devoted to the life and times of Jesus, including all the missing years, which the, the, even the Bible doesn't cover. The Arantia book does. There's extraordinary stories in there. And we're about to begin the fourth part of the book. So if you've ever been interested in Jesus' life, and times uh, in the beginning of the new year we're going to have our the first meeting is on uh, january 6th at one o'clock and that meeting the first hour is for free so the price is right and everyone is certainly more than welcome to come uh the arantia book you uh you can get it online and the, the, how to get it online is to go to u-r-a-n-t-i-a-b-o-o-k dot org and you can you can see the entire book you can read it and it's also in about 18 different languages worldwide now. So it's a huge effort to get it out to the world's population of what the book is saying. Thank you so very much, Nick. That was a very comprehensive introduction and, uh, filled with uh, ways that people can immediately get involved. Uh, Linnell Griffin, uh, you are in charge of the Heart Center Community Activities here in the greater New York metropolitan area. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Hi, how are you doing? Awesome. Yes, I'm, I'm involved in the Heart Center community right now, and um, I elected to be uh, representative in the New York area just to try to help facilitate things. Um, anyone who would like to do that could volunteer to do that, but I, I just wanted to be able to uh, be involved in a 
better level and bring people together. I like bringing people together. And um, the heart-centered community teaches about the ascended masters and, and teaches about um, individual God presence and how everyone can become the best they can be by exploring their own God presence within and uniting with the divine and teaches methods for doing this. Um, there's many methods, many paths, many ways, and the Heart Center has methods um, that they share with people according to the teachings that have been given to them from um, those who have ascended and obtained their enlightenment and in union with God and who are trying to help others to be able to achieve the same. So um, if anyone wants to learn more about the Heart Center, they definitely can. They can go on to the website, www.heartcenter.org, and you can explore the different um, opportunities and events and teachings and books and uh, all the different medium there on the website to be able to help you in, in your life and on your spiritual path and also to be able to find out people to be able to reach out to if one wants to be able to get together with others who are exploring their path to the heart center or exploring their personal spiritual path in any kind of a way. Um, but if one wants to connect with the activities or individuals that are participating in the heart center, that's, that's a way to be able to do it. Um, to be able to uh, utilize the resources there and um, pick and choose um, different kinds of ways that you would like to connect if you, in fact, so want to do so. Thank you very much, uh, Linnell. Now, I can personally vouch for uh, uh, both uh, uh, organizations. I've been to a few of uh, Nick's uh, Urantia book and Disclosure Network uh, meetings. Actually, I spoke at uh, two of uh, the uh, Disclosure Network meetings. Uh, and, uh, and I've adventured with Linnell in the her uh, adventures in uh, organizing uh, a more comprehensive and cohesive uh, uh, focus of activity here in uh, the New York uh, metropolitan area for uh, the Heart Center. Uh, so uh, they're both excellent uh, people, and uh, I enjoy all the time I spend with them, whether we're discussing spiritual business or we're just uh, socializing. Uh, and I'm very lucky to have you both in uh, my life. Um, that same, said, absolutely, same, absolutely. What I would like to do is beyond what we've been doing to kind of go to a, uh, a new level of activity. Now, Linnell, uh, Nick's been one of uh, our Argonauts for quite a while. I know your schedule is very busy, so you haven't had time to adventure with us uh, on that. Um, but that's, uh, that was a step we took in getting people who were spiritual and doing spiritual work in the world uh, to get together and to work on joint, uh, you know, projects that uh, uh, benefit our communities. And uh, Nick is spearheading a, a project called Project Lemonade, uh, which is designed to pick up a lot of the plastics that are polluting our uh, oceans. So uh, that's just one of the initiatives that uh, started uh, coming uh, during that time and that are moving uh, forward. So uh, 
uh, I hope that heaven gives you um, uh, more time so that you can adventure with us uh, on that. Um, and uh, um, this uh, we're going to be talking about today is, uh, and it's good that it's just the three of us. I spoke to Linda Marciniak. Uh, she wasn't able to make it tonight due to a, uh, her husband's birthday. Um, but uh, she and I had a long talk of nearly an hour and uh, she has a uh, metaphysical center called the Amber Dragon in Branchville, New Jersey. That's all the way out uh, in northwest New Jersey. So uh, basically the two big thrusts uh, for um, 2019 here locally is uh, to declare uh, where we are. So this would be like New York and most of northwestern New Jersey because that's who's active in the things that we do. Uh, locally, uh, and declare that our sacred space. And then uh, as an, uh, an organization of people, as Argonauts, uh, we would take responsibility for that uh, sacred space uh, in a creative and unique uh, new uh, ways um, through applied spirituality. And this would be different from if we were doing, let's say, in the name of a particular church or a particular um, spirituality, because then it would be spreading the word about that spirituality. Here we would be working from our shared values and making the spiritualities known so that people can go wherever their heart pulls them instead of, you know, I'm doing this here for you, uh, and I got this really cool religion uh, that I'd like you to join. This would be, um, we all believe uh, that there are higher beings uh, uh, and higher types of beings working with humanity and humanity's evolution. So that's one of the beliefs that we share. And we all believe that uh, uh, we're here to learn and to help other people and uh, to create a, a better place for everybody. So that would be Amen. part of the Amen to thing. And uh, uh, then they might resonate with uh, the uh, Uranti book. They might resonate with some of the things happening in the Disclosure Network. They might uh, resonate with the Heart Center community. That's entirely up to them. Uh, but we're going to be there for them, regardless of where their heart uh, takes them. So that's that's kind of like one of the uh, the differences in how things are, are normally uh, done. Um, and uh, the other thing, Nick has been, uh, and he actually helped out in Mythic Atlantis, uh, with the uh, information distribution table. Nick actually manned it because we were sh- uh, short of people. And uh, he was there the whole time. Uh, and uh, Linnell, you were at one of my uh, library events, uh, with, uh, and the table was there full of the information. So you know that I give out information on everybody uh, when I give talks. So one of the things I wanted to talk about tonight mm-hmm. is how can we do that more effectively? Because right now what I do is um, some organizations give me leaflets or flyers. Uh, some organizations give me like bookmarks or like other type of materials. Some give me books. Um, whatever they give me, uh, I have it there on the table uh, and I introduce it. You know, I tell them that, you know, basically other people are doing um, things you know slightly differently, and that I know these groups. I've worked with these groups. I know people in the groups. They're not out to brainwash you and uh, take all your money or recruit you into you know bizarre practices. You know, and then film you. These guys don't do any of that. Uh, these guys are out to help the world sincerely. Uh, and this is their information. You could uh, you know read through it, and I'll give them a short summary of what I understand. Uh, you know, through my contact with the organizations and the literature. 
So is there any way we can improve on that process since both of you have seen it in action? Well, what well, we're doing... What we're doing Oh, there's a big oh, echo, a big going, echo going on. Yes, here too. Oh. I, I haven't been able to adjust it. I suspect it's okay. on one of the phone lines. Okay. Um, the first meeting for Disclosure Network New York is going to be Sunday, January 6th at 2 o'clock. Okay. And that's going to be an incredibly important meeting because not only is it the first meeting of the new year, but it is a brainstorming a meeting to disseminate research that we, our members have been working on for many, many months and in some cases years. And the, the, the ordinary people, the regular people, for the most part, don't get what's going on. They don't understand it because the major media is certainly not, the major media is certainly not giving them the information deliberately, giving them in the dark. And that's got to change. So how will it change if, if grassroots organizations like ours and others decide to make that information available? A lot of it will be through the Internet, and some of it will be for demonstrations in various cities, including New York City. Uh, one demonstration immediately is for what's going on in our skies, and it's called chemtrails. Um, right. I, I believe you both know about how, how detrimental the chemtrails, the chemicals in those that are being sprayed in, by planes in the air and raining down on us are affecting our water, our vegetation, our animals, our pets, our children, and us. Uh, nanoparticles of aluminum is one of the things that's been traced to uh, chemtrails. And there's no good reason in the world why they should be permitted to spray that, and yet nobody seems to be aware of how bad that material is. It's not uh, a water vapor on jets. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about tons of, of harsh chemicals being sprayed in the atmosphere deliberately and raining down on major cities, including New York City. and oh, By the way, and Hartford and all, all the major cities. And, of course, that spreads, too, to the, to the suburbs. It's got to stop. And, and Linnell... So David did a, uh, um, a video on YouTube where he channeled uh, Elohim Hercules, and uh, Elohim Hercules was talking about uh, what uh, um, Nick is talking about now with the, with the chemtrails. Yeah. Diabolical. Um, Go ahead. I, I was going to say um, in terms of how to be able to disseminate the information, um, maybe too, uh, maybe it depends on who you were were able to get involved in these essential projects like um Nick what you're doing with the project lemonade i just I just felt so inspired when I first heard about it, so enlightened and um I just really wanted to tell my daughter about it and um get you and my daughter united somehow, and she's a college student and i've I've told you about this before so Maybe you're remembering what I told this college student. Yes, oh, I do, I do. <clears throat> if, there's way, student. if there's any yeah. way that you and her come to the meeting on the 6th, we'll be discussing that. Um, yeah, maybe so, because uh, if people are able to get involved in the things that are actually going on, then they would be able to maybe be exposed 
to some of this information that they've never been exposed to, um, some of the practical information, the spiritual information, and just things that maybe they've never even heard of. And then whatever is inside of them, ideas that they have inside of them, could probably respond to this information. And they themselves can maybe do something about it because, um, like I said, when I when I heard about your project, I thought about my daughter because um, we started my daughter out in um, envi- environmental major in environmental sciences, and okay. then we turned it into uh, we turned it into environmental engineering, and then she decided to go off into I guess electrical engineering, uh, but she still got that environmental basis and. Um, I just think she'd be very, very interested in what um, you've been talking about, about the home, uh, these environmental, economical homes for people, and all the different subject matter that you bring up pertaining to um, the the present things that are going on in the atmosphere and going on in in the earth and subsequently affecting our communities that no one knows about. and to be able to involve people who are interested in that type of thing or maybe don't even know about it, but just to enlighten them, then they'll be able to be exposed to all this vast information that's going on, you know, information about our society, our community, our world, and spirituality. And it just helps to be able to expand people's consciousness on a whole. And and also I, I wanted to mention something to you, Nick, um, when I actually got to visit um, one of the celestial team meetings with Michael and Diane, um, I actually I brought you up and your subject matter up to Maitreya, Lord Maitreya. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we had a time where we could ask questions at the celestial team meeting. So I I said to him, um, you know, Lord Maitreya, what do, what do you think about this? What do you think about Nick Curto's, um endeavors with the home because I, I, I think Lord Maitre had posed something asking us about what we thought about conditions and environmental things that were going on and at that time Maitre's response was what does he what does he have as a permanent solution for people's homes and housing Maitre said in response to my question about you specifically he said um, he was interested in permanent housing solution and something along those lines. So I never got to share that with you, but it's always been on my mind because I... Well, I'm glad just, you said that. Yeah, I wanted to pose that question to him, and, and that's exactly what he said. Um, I, I, I asked him something, and he said, well, of course I'm, I'm interested in, in, in this. And But he said um, he's interested in more permanent housing solutions for people, and then we didn't get to talk about it any further, but that was his response to me when I brought you. Well, you know, you know as far as, as the plastics crises, and it is a crisis, it's not a small little matter. It is worldwide, and it's getting much worse. And there's not an ocean on this planet that's not highly polluted with plastics. And those plastics last for hundreds of years in some cases. And the fish start nibbling at the plastics and then people catch the fish and eat the fish that is a potential worldwide disaster health-wise and that's just one aspect of how dangerous this is and i was thinking at a meeting actually at the un 
when they were talking about this crisis, and I thought there are trillions of, of tons of plastics strewn all over our planet, both uh, in dumps as well as in the oceans. And that's really, plastics can be used as building materials. And then I was reading articles about 3D printing. And 3D printing has evolved to such a degree that five major countries are starting, beginning to print housing out of plastics and concrete. Well, think about that. You have a situation of trillions of tons of plastics. You have a crisis of the homeless who don't have, if if anything, a, a little tent that leaks. And you've got a way to print homes. And some of those costs are under $500 for a small, very simple home dwelling. Can you imagine what would happen if we turned those resources and used them to, to house the homeless and to clean up the oceans? And is that possible? Yes, it is. So I'm trying to get funding and trying to get more interest in the project. It's called Project Lemonade, and the reason for the name is because when life gives you lemons, you make <laughs> lemonade. <laughs> and the lemons are the crises of the oceans with the plastics and the crises of the homeless people worldwide. Those are the lemons. And, and the solution is to use 3D technology. So that, that's the short version of what we're trying to do. And when yeah. it evolves more at the, uh, li- at the library, the Kreskill Library, and, and soon in other libraries as well, uh, we're going to have speakers who uh, are going to be letting people know about uh, these things that they're doing, like uh, Project Lemonade, and also recruiting uh, volunteers and, and things. So that's something we're that I'm need- setting up now. Yes, we're going to need people to write proposals. We're going to need lawyers, and we're going to need engineers, and we're going to need students who are from architecture. Uh, We're trying to design at the moment uh, a simple home made out of concrete and plastics. And and once we get that, uh, we're going to print a small 3D version of that, and that will be on our website. We're we're starting to build the website right now. Awesome. Yeah, well, I think if you – if you're able to, well, maybe you've been doing this, I don't know. If you're able to go and, and inform the colleges, the universities locally and pitch this to the colleges, then I think that you could have a lot of people on board yes. from there. Um, you know, because I, I know, for one, like like I'm saying, my daughter from a very young age, when I would question her about things, she would speak of all these ways to transform this and that into other us- usable forms of energy. And I just thought it was so interesting because, I'm not this type of person at all. I'm 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 musical, so that's all I'm always thinking about is music. So when I questioned my children just to try to get out of them who they really were, and I would listen to her, her speaking to me about the greenhouse gases and how she wanted to create mechanisms to be able to turn the greenhouse gases into more usable forms of energy and, and this and that and the other, it was just beautiful to see this. And um, if you go to the colleges and universities, there's a whole batch of the students who are like-minded and just are waiting and ready to be able to turn, you know, things that are detrimental into things that are are usable and um, feasible um, for society and beneficial for society. Um, you've got a whole it's army there, a whole network of people here, ready yeah, and waiting. Huge potential. The, the students, the, they, they are technically so advanced, so much more so than we were, my generation, and they could disseminate this information on many, many levels in the, on the Internet. 
And that alone would be huge, and they can do it. So what, what we're finishing, we, we wrote the copy. We're now going to build a website, and then they can access that. They can pick up all the information and the data from the website and then use it the way they, they feel best, the way it, it's most communicated to, uh, to the generations of the people who want to hear this. So that's, that's up and running, and I expect by spring we're going to have it up and running and going. So it's a lot of potential there. Awesome. Beautiful. Have you been speaking in the colleges? No, because we want to get the website up first. And we also okay. want to start uh, 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 to get funding for this project. We need to get more research. So uh, that's another section that we're going to need some help on. We have one person. But it's not going to, it just can't be one person. It's got to be a few more people to, to work on this together. Okay. And how do these professors feel about it? They're always looking for something to be able to uh, get up and running for research. Uh, we would need somebody to be the contact. We would need somebody to, that would have that position of being the contact with the universities and with our data and with our website. That, that's a, that would be an important job. Mm-hmm. Because these colleges that I'm speaking of, you know, are just right here in the area, like, uh, for instance, uh, my daughter goes to uh, City Tech in Brooklyn, which is basically the CUNY Engineering School. So these people are always looking for something, you know, research for their colleges and um, internship opportunities for the students, too, whether they're paid or unpaid. So, you know, if there's no funding, at least the, the college kids would be able to be involved in some endeavor that could um, help them in their future or become their future or um, any of these CUNY schools, I think the CUNY schools are a good place to start. They're right in the city, and, and they believe in this type of thing. They believe in empowering people and, you know, saving saving people, saving people's lives in any way, shape, or form, and getting people out of disparaging situations and getting people out of trouble and putting people on their feet. So I think they would really believe in this, believe in this type of mission of yours and maybe somebody would do something and maybe form some foundations or some grants or, or something to be able to fund yeah, and get this totally moving forward. The more, the, the more people that find out about this and get the data, the better, of course. And what you're identifying is absolutely huge potential. And I'm excited about that, just that aspect alone uh, of it. There's many different levels here. There's a research level there is the building level, there's the funding level, there's the dissemination of information level. See, there's a lot. And reaching out to colleges and universities, absolutely. So uh, there's something in this for everyone who has any talent, we can use it. So right now we're just, again, this is only an idea that I came up with less than a half a year ago. So we're just now getting to that point of the website and getting the final copy written. I have, Nick, over 16 years' experience in New York City uh, putting together student intern volunteer um, and extern uh, programs uh, for many, many, many schools, including uh, the CUNY Network. Uh, so when you're ready for that, uh, I can definitely uh, uh, add you know, uh, my skills to uh, uh, the uh, project. And uh, in the well, interim, I think somewhere around March or April, March or April, okay. I think we would shoot for that. Would be the target date that we would be up and up and ready for the next for the next level. And I'll keep awesome. you close on that, of course. Of course, I, thank I you. I appreciate that. And in the interim, 
well, this project is coming together. Up and running are a uh, vocational uh, project to help people uh, find work uh, or careers or opportunities in this uh, economy. Uh, we also have a STEM uh, science, technology, engineering, mathematics uh, uh, initiative uh, up and running uh, right now. And uh, there's uh, a, um, um, a project currently being uh, to help with uh, uh, the problems we're having with uh, animals. You know, people want to kill animals uh, uh, because they're encroaching in uh, suburban uh, areas. So uh, we started something in that area as well. And there's a few more. But there are plenty of projects uh, for people to get involved in. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to Project Lemonade uh, becoming one of those projects that we're actively recruiting for. Well, thank you. I think there's huge potential here. And we can do this. And, and would it, can you imagine yeah. when we actually launch it and, and, and we get funding and we start building? Can you imagine what that would be like? Uh, I would be jumping up and down <laughs> And so, so will the I, other people who believe in this. And uh, Linnell, do you have any projects that you're currently involved with or that you know people are, are uh, involved with that you'd like to uh, recruit uh, for? Um, if, if I have something specific, I'll, I'll let you know. I, I think right now I'm, I'm really motivated by what I'm hearing about what Nick is saying. And I'm actually, I actually had a question about your uh, information that you just said about the animals, killing the animals in the yes. suburb. Um, what, what is that project? What is that information about? Well, um, basically here in New Jersey, I live in Bergen County. You've been here, so you know what uh, Bergen County is like in Tenafly. Uh, hunting groups occasionally go to nature centers and other places uh, and try to convince them to allow hunting on their land. And right now we do have more deer and bear you know, so it's becoming a problem, you know, in these suburban areas. Uh, but they want to allow, like, bow hunting in residential areas. So, you know, that's, to me, that's insane. <laughs> because in areas where they do allow uh, these types of hunting, uh, pets have a very high mortality rate and kids get shot and people get shot. So, oh, wow. um, yeah. So, uh yeah, I don't think it's a good idea, but also there are ways of getting along with the animals without killing them. Now, it must be said, I have nothing against hunting if you're going to eat the animal, you know, as long as we're carnivores, um, you know, I think that that is okay. Uh, but this isn't hunting uh, to eat or to feed your family. This is hunting for, for sport. And there are ways of uh, planting uh, things in your garden and setting up fences and so forth that will allow us to peacefully coexist with the bear and the deer and the other animals that are you know, coming back into rural New Jersey. So there are organizations that are doing this, and uh, I thought of a way of doing it more specifically to my area and more effectively in my area. So I've already made the connections uh, of the people I need uh, to work with uh, and I found a bunch of people who feel passionately about this who are willing you know, to help out. And uh, now our next step is going to be to get them on the podcast so we can start uh, the dialogue. And uh, that's happening, too. After the holidays, uh, people are willing to talk. So that project is about to uh, start. Um, and uh, so the short-term thing uh, will be um, to 
present the solutions that already exist and to find new solutions so that we don't have to go the route of allowing uh, recreational hunting in you know, crowded Bergen County. Okay, okay, I see. Wow. All right. Well, I'm, I'm glad you've taken up that mission, that you recognized that there was something going on there that could be done more efficiently and in another way, and that you presented your ideas for it. That's good. Good. Thank you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Now, um, so so basically, uh, with the information, we can help each other uh, by spreading each other's information, by giving contact information, uh, and you know, to uh, um, you know others. And we have again the po- the podcast right now. The Heart Center community has uh, uh, two hours a month of uh, of time on the part of Olympus, and also. Um, Nick, your efforts have two hours a month on the pride of uh, Olympus. Michael and Diane are down to one hour a month. Uh, and Linda has uh, two hours uh, a month. So in terms of having a platform uh, to allow people to communicate uh, with a wider audience and with each other, that's already been built. And in 2019, uh, I will have spread out to video. So I'm going to extend an open uh, um, invitation uh, at that time when we have video going on uh, to you know, spread the message via video as well. Uh, can you think of any other way that we can help each other uh, spread the message and work uh, together? Well, I think that, um, like what you're saying, the, the, the uh, items that you're mentioning, uh, my group would be interested in knowing more about. So okay. perhaps you could fashion a, uh, an 8.5 by 11, maybe a, one paragraph or, or two at the tops, just giving the big picture of that and then the contact information, uh, some of those people might very well take up on that. So I would say that's one good way to put it out there. And for my group, I mean, we're, we have a very large group uh, on the Internet that follows and looks at our, our, our programs, you know, our audio mm-hmm. recorded programs, so that I could also post it, and of course I would. And the more, the better. The more people that understand and know about this, the better the, better the chances that it's going to take off. So I'm certainly more than happy to do anything I can. And I'm sure the members of my group will do the same. Okay. So, yeah, definitely, because uh, um, you're very active and out there and, uh, you know, recruiting people, letting people know what you're doing. So um, I, I could see us doing this. Linnell, is there any way that I can help you with your efforts? to build up the heart center community in New York? Um, well, what I was going to say about your first question, how could we spread um, the information about these different causes that we have? Um, I, I think that uh, in terms of the heart center, uh, they're a very prayer-oriented organization. So if there's anything specific or general that you have in terms of um, desires for the project that you've mentioned, if anybody would like to list them or just want me to pass along the information in terms of prayer requests, um, that would help other members of, of the organization that I'm involved with right now know more about um, these ideas that you presented that you're looking for solution and resolution on. And um, it would definitely be prayed about. <laughs> so, um, the information would be made known, the word would be spread, and once word is spread to anybody, it just gets spread more and, and, and grows, you know, 
um, throughout others within the community, within our gender community, but then it gets spread to others too, your family members, your friends, and other communities and who are affiliated with other types of organizations and affiliated with other people. So um, anything in terms of prayer requests I, I think is good uh, because that would help get the information um, out. Out, you know, okay. The and um, then it sends a lot of positive energy that way <laughs> and um, unites it cosmically with uh, all of our desires and just whatever good we, that can be going on cosmically within ourselves and, and others. And then it will get it out there to others in terms of communication, whoever else uh, brings up this topic that they've learned about and that they're praying about in communication, and it will just get sent to others. So that that's one way to do it um, as far as the heart center is concerned. Anything you're concerned about, we'll pray about it. Okay, that that is a unique solution. Uh, uh, Nick knows, because he's on Facebook, that uh, I have a very active prayer circle on uh, Facebook, and uh, I actually do belong to the prayer circle for the heart center community. Uh, I periodically get uh, emails with, you know, information uh, for people uh, to pray for a variety of things. So I hadn't thought of uh, um, spreading information through the peer circles, but it is an excellent uh, idea. Um, I must say that from the Argonauts and the different organizations that we structured in different ways, um, some people believe in praying and others don't. So we don't really have a stand on the efficacy of prayer. I happen to use prayer a lot. Um, but uh, that is an option, and uh, many times I'm asked. In fact, while we're talking, I got an email uh, off Facebook uh, for a prayer request, and I'm going to honor that. So uh, that is uh, that is an awesome uh, way of uh, thinking about it. Uh, yeah, and it, it's just one way, and if you were asking about um, something related to the Heart Center, uh, just because there's a lot of prayer activity that goes on there, it's something that... Uh, it would be akin to the people there, and they would they would be happy to do it as long as they're praying for a good cause. And I did want to say too, if you needed any help with anything um, related to the the animal subject that you brought up, again, my daughter might be able to help you there because um, she does a lot of work with with animals right now, and um, is very interested and concerned with that. And that was some of the earliest um, activities that I saw her involved in was taking care of uh, the animals. And she's worked at uh, the nature centers, the nature preserves in our area here. I'm I'm in Westchester. So, um, yeah, so so she's worked at the the nature centers here in Westchester who are trying to safeguard um, the environment for the animals and would... um, take in the animals, you know, as a, as a refuge that were being threatened and help them and just, you know, help preserve their species. So she seems to know a lot about that and is interested in that. So if you need help or need bodies and need oh, such as much information. Um, is this the yeah. daughter of yours that I met? Uh, no, no, this is my older daughter, the one that um, I had desired uh, that Nick meet to help out with the environmental um, the environmental endeavors that Nick is related to. It's, it's that same daughter who also has um, gone down a path of um, being interested in the animals and 
helping work with the nature preserves to safeguard the animals. You know, when it comes to animals, I always, I always see animals and love them, and they seem like miracles to me, miracles. We, we have squirrels in Central Park that have personalities that know how to show off. They know how to get nuts from you by being cute. I'm not kidding. It's like they went to school. They went to school to know how to be come up to you and what they'll do to be ingratiate yourself themselves to you. I'm telling you, uh, Union Square Park, uh, you go there and they'll they'll put a show on for you. I'm not kidding. And so I they think do. miracles of um, squirrels, not just squirrels. I love squirrels, by the way, but animals are miracles. If you really look at them and understand what what through the centuries and here they are still and uh, it's just an amazing thing so when someone says hunting and killing for sport my my heart stops I just, it just does i i just don't get that part of it i know that some people do but that that to me i it just i just can't imagine for sport killing i just can't um if they're going to if they need to have food and they're carnivores and they're going to use an animal, well, I guess perhaps, perhaps maybe. But other than that, it just it just strikes me the wrong way. So what you're, anything to help animals, I'm all for, of course. Yeah, they are miracles, as you say. I, I, I think about going to Cape Cod and going to Provincetown and doing the whale watching. And yes. The, the whales, I've they're so yes, excited. They're, they're so funny. They they're almost looking at you with a little twinkle in their eye and winking and smiling. And, and it, it looks as though you can read their minds and they're saying, Oh, a new boat of passengers has come. Get ready. We're going to put on our show now. And then they yep. do an excellent water ballet for you. Uh, as, yes. as the ships go by, they, they come up and they, they jump up and they dive and they slip and, and they're so happy to put on that show for you. It's, it's almost like they're happy making you happy with, what nature has endowed them to be able to do. And, and it's almost like they know it and they're bonding with you in terms of you being there and um, you being present and what they have to give you. And, and they're just, they're just blessing you, blessing you. Yeah, by, uh, I was at a major zoo. Ability. I was at a major <laughs> zoo and I was talking to a friend of mine and we're standing in front of where the huge bears, gigantic bears are. And I had a piece of food in my hand, and I was talking to my friend very close to the cage, but I started going around in a circle with the food. Uh, in, in talking to my friend, my hand did that motion just as a, as a communication of what we're talking about. And all of a sudden, my friend says, oh, my God, Nick, turn around. You're not going to believe this, because I believe that they were originally circus bears. And one of the things that they they learn from the trainer is when you have food and make a circle, they stand on their hind legs and twirl around. <laughs> so the whole cage was twirling, huge twirling bears. <laughs> and it was like, oh my god, oh my! I, I mean, you couldn't even make that up, you know. And they were graceful, and they were beautiful bears, and they were. They were just so poetic doing this thing, you know, and I, I had no idea that I had started that, you know, with the food. Wow, where was Snapchat and Twitter then? And <laughs> oh, it was it was so wonderful. It just was. We, 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 
couldn't stop laughing. We have to conclude, we have to conclude our journey on that note um, because it's uh, like five minutes uh, before the end of the hour. Uh, I want to thank you both for being on today. Uh, please share your contact information so the folks can uh, learn more about and get involved with uh, uh, the wonderful things that you're doing. And I guess uh, since uh, ladies first, we'll start with Linnell. Yep. Okay. So, again, I'll, I'll mention the Heart Center website because that's where you can go to find out all kinds of activities and contact information if you would like to um, learn about the type of spirituality that is being taught there. And it's www.heartcenter.org. Or you can just simply plug into the computer Heart Center or Center Master Activity, and that website will come up for you. So go ahead and explore that and have a great time doing that. It's a really fun experience and can help enlighten you and just help you along your spiritual path with, with the Creator and coming into contact with the Divine. Thank you very much. And Nick Curdo. Okay. Uh, first of all, I'm going to give my personal uh, email address, which is Nick, N-Y-N-Y, the figure one, at gmail.com. It will go right to me. Um, also, if you'd like to find out more about Disclosure Network New York, and we have a very big meeting coming up on January 6th at 2 o'clock, that will be posted in a couple of days on our website uh, and the website is www.dnny.info, which stands for Disclosure Network New York. But you don't have to type all that in. That's dnny.info, and you're right in there. They're going to ask you if you'd like to put your email address in there. And if you do, you're going to get free, uh, on almost a daily basis, uh, alerts about what's going on in the scientific community, uh, in the uh, paranormal community, and so forth. And it's as cutting edge as it gets. Our members are That's amazing true. researchers. So, so uh, you certainly are more than welcome to do that by going on that. Uh, I think that will do it for, for now. When we get the uh, website up for uh, the Lemonade, Project Lemonade, we'll give you that, but it's not quite up yet. Awesome. Thank you both so very much. Uh, and uh, thank you to all who listened from home. I wish you all a happy holiday season and a wonderful, healthy, and happy uh, new year. Um, Nick and Linnell, uh, after I put on the music in a second, uh, we have a couple of minutes. I'm going to talk to you in the, in the green room for a while. Um, okay, again, great. thank you so much for being here. Great. Wonderful to be with you. Okay, good much night, luck, everybody. Yeah. Olympian blessing to all who have joined us on our adventure. Now, go forth and create a better world, one filled with light and love. On behalf of the pride of Olympus and her crew, may your journeys be joyous. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.